cool. Speaky voice, Ian. Yeah, very good. Fourteen times, fourteen words. Oh my god! Yeah, the magazine. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm gonna be up in court. Yeah, they're gonna be after yeah. me. <laughs> and and we're live, unlike Fred West's victims. Oh, the last show there. Yeah. It took me ages to come up with that one. Right? <laughs> so uh, you know, you know the difference between Fred West and John West, don't you? Um, I did know, but I've forgotten. You made John West tell takes us. the bones out. Ah, uh, yes, I get it. Yeah, I forgot the one when you were talking about the um, the uh, when when they were digging hey. the garden up, they they found one and right under the back door, didn't they? It was a stepchild. Yeah, <laughs> they um, you've got the um, you've got the illustrations on rotate there. Just uh, I'll probably oh, would I um, yeah, yeah, I guess go back to the first. You tell it to yeah. stop doing it. It's on autopilot. Ah, but yeah, it's, it's a hot one. Hmm. It's a hot one I today. Think it's the hot hot day. I picked. Yeah. And tonight we've got a hot topic. Eh? Bigfoot. So well, that's. Uh, that yeah, I think, I think Hugh happy. and w, w probably the worst put hot keys to pick. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's it. There we go. There he is in uh, in silhouette. So yeah. I think it's our. Uh, uh, yeah. Just going to uh, change those good. hot keys so it doesn't happen again. Yep. So yeah, welcome. And uh, so it's Bigfoot tonight. So what we can say, what we can say is that when you've eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. And we've got to take that into uh, into account when looking at this topic. So mm, yeah, Bigfoot, he's our, he's the best cryptid, isn't it? It's the best one, isn't it? We all like it. It's our favourite. Yeah, Hemi, was it yours? Or do you prefer uh, Nessie? Cryptids. Or, or Chubrucabra. Oh, I don't know. I was always partial to a werewolf. You can't be an ape man, though, can you? An ape man. I don't know. Not, not in, not in, uh, not in an armed combat. I shouldn't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of cryptids are quite far fetched, and uh, I think this one is more, it's more possible. You know, there could be an ape man out there. Well, we it's don't quite- know. It's kind of like we're forever, um, we're forever, like trying to find out the uh, the missing link, etc., aren't we? Uh, mm. I, th- I think it kind and of like it. it it speaks it speaks to that to that part of like the uh, I don't know whether it's like the the group human hu- human um, psyche part of us, you know, that mm. missing link between between the apes and man. Yeah, to see, you know, you have mountain gorillas, you know, it's uh, that's a fair size that, and we know they exist. So something mountain a bit bigger than that. Illegal? Isn't it what killing them is? But no, uh, mountain gorillas. Maybe, well, just uh, don't do it. Right. I just reapers. 
I'll just repurpose the mountain joke, the mountain goat joke, Ian. Yeah. Mountain gorillas, right? Okay. Yeah. I prefer, I prefer, I prefer mountain goats. Yeah. Fred uh, yeah. West preferred mountain sheep, didn't he? Because his yeah. father taught him how to do that. But uh, yeah. Anyway, enough, uh, enough larks. Get, uh, let's get on with this now. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. As you, as you already know, we already know, don't we? Everyone knows that Bigfoot is a hair-covered man-like creature, and reports have described it as be, 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 between six and 15 feet tall. Hair color has been reported as brown, black, white, and gray. And the beast often makes his presence known by leaving large footprints. Isn't the Chinese one ginger? Um, yeah, I think the Chinese one is, is um, a bit orang-like. There's the Yurang yeah. Pandek as well, that one, which, uh, which, uh, which also exists. So, uh, one more joke yeah, so, to slip in. Uh, Stephen yeah. Joe James says, "You know what they say about big feet?" <laughs> like the girl, like the girl in the Enfield case. Yeah. <laughs> so she must have had a big dick then. So. Yeah. <laughs> asks, "Has Ian ever seen a regional head of PA?" <laughs> I don't think Ian. No. I think that's a joke that the Ian doesn't understand. Don't get do you? Ian? It, it's all right. It's, it's. It just made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> Me too. So I do get it. Yeah. So, oh, you yeah. do. Yeah. We can, have, we can all have a good laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. And move on. So yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's um, let's get back to this. So uh, so to date, there have been over five thousand sightings from every state in America, apart from Hawaii. A third of the sightings come from the Pacific Northwest. Well, they have. So don't they have like sightings. the Shark Man or something? Don't they? They, don't they have, have like there the is Shark a... God, half man, half shark, or something? Don't they? they... Mm. More than likely, there is um, various sea creatures, mermaids, that kind of thing. Um, uh, there's also there's also the lizard man in America as well, which is similar to the uh, the gill man of the uh, creature from the creature from the Black Lagoon. So, uh, so yeah, we we can come up with those subjects at a later date, but uh, that's where we are. So, it's been suggested that Bigfoot could be a remnant of Neanderthal man. But most scientists don't believe the creature exists, so so that's where we are. You see, so you've got to eliminate the impossible and whatever remains. But scientists don't do that; they want a dead body or a live body, so nothing else will satisfy them. So um, I would say Bigfoot, though, the ultimate cryptid, isn't it? The best cryptid, yeah, my favourite, everyone's favourite. We all know it, um, and I think only only ignorant people have probably not heard of the creature. You know, even if you're not interested in the uh, in the subject, you're going to come across it on TV, in the media. Well, there's quite a few on the uh, on the Discovery channels now, isn't there? About uh, there is, you know, yes, and I'm going to and things like that. Yeah, and I've got a bit on that later, which we can look at. Ah, okay. So, yeah, so I've, I've covered that. So, so there we go. So, yeah, so I tell you what, then let's go on to the next picture and let's have a look at an artist's impression of the hairy beast. Let's have a look. See move forward there okay next slide here we go and there we are so there we are that's um it would be good if that existed eh? if one of those would uh if you were to see one of those well it depends whether you bump would... into one or not there? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it'd be that good if you bumped into it if, if one of those things if i had a gun if i'd have a gun i'd have a good look at it stand there yeah say, come on then yeah you want some so but yes but um People have shot the Bigfoot in the past and nothing has happened. No one has killed one. And it's 
at times would seem bulletproof. But um, yeah, so what we'll do, I think, next is uh, let's go on to the next slide and we'll look at Bigfoot worldwide, where sightings have taken place around the world. There's a map of the world and we can see little little Bigfoots. And there's all the different names for them as well. Yeah, yeah. So we can look oh. at uh, Sasquatch of North America. Yeti. I've got a theory that Bigfoot have got some sort of ability to manipulate not just uh, light, but also uh, matter around them so that bullets kind of veer off and cameras are never able to focus. Well, there is some footage of good focus, uh, not bad, which you can see. But yeah, the shooting is uh, is unusual. Um, maybe that in suggests that it is a being from elsewhere. Could it could be a ghost, couldn't it? Of a, a ghost of a, a creature of yesteryear. But yeah, but yeah, we look on the map there though. We can see what we got there. So know, I'm pretty sure people have shot moose or whatever, and and it's run off. I mean, I, I kind of I wonder like the the law of averages. You know, like I mean, you could go hunting and not see a deer, can't you? You know, yeah. in a place that's filled with deer. You know, it, it is it is possible for animals to know you're there and go the opposite direction, isn't it? It's not it's not completely impossible. I mean, the yeah. um, the coelacanth. I mean, we thought that was extinct, wasn't it? Until so, 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 until someone found one off yeah, the coast yeah, of. Come on. Um, yeah, that's that's just a that's just a big Australia. fish. So we want an ape man, don't we? We want an ape man in a cage. That's yeah, but I'm, so, I'm saying it, it is it is it is possible that, that that you know if he was a bit cleverer than a regular animal, then there's mm. every possibility that he could he could evade people that yeah. aren't really looking because a lot of these people aren't really looking for him, are they? Our audience aren't buying that map. They're saying surely Africa's underrepresented. <laughs> well, I did. Mark Collette give me this map, so. That's where I got this map from. So it probably is. These people. Asia, he's ignored Asia as well. So These people. Mm, yeah, I know. But yeah, it's, uh, let's just look, quickly look at the map, though, and see what we got this. Sasquatch of North America. Yeti of Himalayas. Almasti of Russia. Yewi of Australia. El Patita Grande of Spain. That's, Oran that's Pandek. That of of malaysia and we have british bigfoot of britain so uh not much effort made with the name there is there we look at the other names yes yeah. so uh, is grendel really a name for a bigfoot or is that, that's just from a folk tale isn't it that yeah but a lot of these things do come do come from folk tales uh yeah there's uh, yeah we'll have a look a bit of a look at british bigfoot towards the end of the program and uh much of that i think does come from folklore and uh, and that so uh, yeah there we go so so the foot as i call it and the the trendy kids call it has what's been around for thousands foot? of years what do you <laughs> say to, what's the plural of bigfoot should we get into a big argument now about what the plural of bigfoot is <laughs> big feet i suppose but then that could apply to one person couldn't it are they bigfoots yetis one yeti two yetis sasquatch is sims <laughs> Sasquatches is is is. <laughs> I'm not sure if we want a copyright strike, but there's this uh, clip from Trailer Park Boys called Sam Squanch, and uh, <laughs> I'm thinking it's almost worth it. it. It won't translate to the podcast, but um, Sasquai. Oh Sasquai. yeah, yeah. There we go. Well, the reason I, I say Sam Squanch is because that's that's how Bubbles calls them. So or Man Bear Pig. You forgot Man Bear Pig from South Park, didn't you? But Bubbles, Bubbles, Michael Jackson's chimp. 
Oh, Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. Ah, right. I'm unfamiliar yeah. with this one. Yeah. I know Man. I know um, the other one you just mentioned. Man, Pig, Bear, whatever it was. Yeah, from South one. Park. Yeah, he's half one. man, he's half bear, and he's half pig. <laughs> but this is where that came from. This is where they got the inspiration for that creature because of the urban legends surrounding there. Well, that's Canada, isn't it? But Canada mm. has uh, has a lot of Bigfoot as well. So, so yeah. what does it say, Wendigo, not Wendigo? I thought it was a Wendigo, wasn't it? I've never really thought about that one. Uh, yeah, Wendigo, Wendigo. Who knows? But anyway, let's, oh, let's look on. Let's, let's check more of the foot. So, yeah, so it's been around thousands of years. But um, so what we'll do now is let's, we'll have a look at how the modern legend of Bigfoot began. So um, this oh, is where Albert's it comes from. Albert's his name, isn't it? Well, we'll get on to him. We'll get on to yeah. that idiot. But what we're going to do is, uh, is look at how the original the original that's that's not yet but what we'll do is uh, let's have a look then so 1958 journalist andrew grenzel of the hobolt times received a light-hearted letter about loggers working in northern california who discovered mysterious large footprints uh maybe we have a, a relative of the abominable snowman of the Limalayas, um gonzil wrote in jest Though the story was written with a light-hearted tone, it created much interest with readers, so follow-up articles were written. Loggers referred to the creature who left the footprints as Bigfoot, and a legend was born. So that's where the word Bigfoot comes from, in that, from that sighting. So continuing with that, with this case, um, the loggers also blamed acts of vandalism on Bigfoot too, smashing windows and stuff like that. He was fucking trashing the place and having a great time. And he wrote, M. Khan is bent in spray paint on a JCB. So he had a right laugh only, in that only, place. Only people, only people seriously old enough to remember that joke will be... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's we that's have used any, that one anybody before. over the age of at least 35, I think, and they remember that joke. Which I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what he did. So, yeah, he was causing havoc in the place. <clears throat> Many years later, the children of a guy called Ray Wallace, who worked as one of the loggers in this case, announced that their prank-loving father was responsible for the footprints, pulling off the hoax, using a pair of fake footprints carved out of wood. So there. He's a wag, isn't he? Well, that's what he said. Maybe he was lying just to get the glory, but that's the thing with these cases. When you get a... Same with um, Loch Ness, with the surgeon's photo. Well, you know, the, the, someone um, said they faked it. Well, when you say there's a Bigfoot, you have a, you have a mountain to climb over. It's a, a mountain of proof you have to come up with. When you're saying it's a hoax, you need you only need the, the flimsiest, flimsiest amount of proof. That you but you could be hoaxing the hoax. That's so. If you do that, then the creature is real, isn't it? What so. if they were hoaxing the hoax of the hoax? Then it wouldn't exist, would it? So <laughs> we could we could go on all night like this, couldn't we? Yeah. So anyway, it's a bit like signing a petition to stop petitions. <laughs> it's infinity, isn't it? You just go around in circles until time ends. Yeah. But anyway, so um, that's where the name was conned from. That so you know, irrespective of its of its um, uh, whether it's true or not. That's where the name came from, and it's stuck. So, but some um, sightings do date back before this time. Let's look at one. In 1865, anthropologist George Gibbs documented that Native Americans talked of wild Indians of the woods. So, you know, 
their stories were with the Native Americans. Um, they, you know, it goes that far back when they were the only ones there before before the white man arrived. So let's have a look at another one. In 1904, sightings of a wild hairy man were reported by settlers in the Six Rivers area of Oregon. Similar sightings reported over the following decades. In 1924, miners working on Mount St. Helens claimed that they had been attacked by giant apes. So yeah, so there's a few uh, reports from from an earlier time. So you can get the general vibe of the sightings. Let's move on to this guy here. So this is a good one. So um, this guy here. So in 1924, Albert Osman, which is the guy there, put your put your hat on straight, mate. It's <laughs> so not a good look if you if you're trying to tell the truth. Eh? A lumberjack and woodsman went on vacation to a place called Toba, British Columbia. He had heard stories of wild men in the forest, but refused to believe them and dismissed them as bullshit and a load of old bollocks. As Osman slept one night, a Bigfoot picked him up in his sleeping bag and carried him off. So there we go. Look at that then. He was carried by a Bigfoot. I thought he was ta he was a takeaway dinner then, did they? Yeah, well, you, we'll come on to that. So let's have a look and see what happened next. He was carried for three hours across the country. And when they arrived at their destination, Osman found a family of four Bigfoots around them. He was held captive by three adults and one child Bigfoot for six days. One of the creatures was eight feet tall. So, so yeah, a fair size on them. Though Osmond had a gun, he did not want to harm the creatures. So that's nice of him. And he made his escape by feeding one of the Bigfoot snuff, which confused it. And in the confusion, he snuck off. So that's what, that's what, um, so there was that's no, how way, he, no way he, an eight foot creature could like catch up with a normal sized man. Well, if he'd thrown, he had snuff thrown in his face and he was all squinty and sniffly and all that, then he'd be confused at which time Osmond had legged it. So he did not tell his story for 24 years through fear of being labelled crazy. So, that's interesting, isn't it? Do we believe this guy? Or is he telling just a, a bit of a tall tale? What do we reckon on that? Well, he'd still be called crazy, wouldn't he? Whenever he <laughs> says, says the... Uh, yeah. yeah. I waited 24 years before cashing in on this idea. <laughs> well, that's what he said. Um... Let's move on to another one. But that's an interesting case. Very, you know, it's not just seeing a, a black object from a distance. You know, he was up close and personal with a family of Bigfoot. So interesting. Yeah. It's either true or it's not. Let's have a look at this. Have a look at another one. <clears throat> In 1955, William Rowe reported that he was out scouting a hunting area near a town called Teet Jan Cash in British Columbia when he encountered a large hairy creature that was standing on two legs. He described it as about six feet tall, almost three feet wide, and probably weighing somewhere near 300 pounds. So yeah, you know, so they're getting about, people are seeing them. In 1964, Calvin Hooper of Dayton, Ohio, was out walking in the woods when he spotted an adult male Bigfoot, which appeared to be jerking itself off. <laughs> Calvin quietly left the scene so as not to disturb the creature, as some years earlier, a similar thing happened to himself when his mum walked in to his bedroom when he was wanking, and he never would wish this amount of shame on any other being or thing. So, yeah, so they get up to all sorts, and expecting of the scene of 
of the site in proved fruitful with the discovery of footprints and a ripped up co copy of Razzle underneath a bush, which was covered in ectoplasm. So yeah, so there's more, there's, you know, a, a supernatural ele element coming into this, yeah. Let's have another look. I'll tell you what, let's move on to the next picture. Let's have a look and uh, see this interesting case. So, in December 1969, a trail consisting of over a thousand individual footprints were found in snow near a town of Bosburg, Washington. Let's uh, move the, uh, let's go on to the next illustration and have a look at these tracks that were found. Should be an interesting oh, sight. Yeah, you, you were doing what Bigfoot was doing, were you? Yeah. <laughs> in the previous tale. What the and fuck happened to his left foot? Jesus Christ. Exactly, exactly. This is good, see? So the tracks were 17 inches long and investigators were surprised to see one of the feet was deformed and they gave the name Cripple Foot. Oh, it was okay that, to say that cruel. in those days. Shouldn't they it was interesting, a differently that? abled foot, shouldn't they? Well, it was, this was the, this was the uh, 1960s, you could say. Yeah. Say these things in those days and the, and the police wouldn't come. So, yeah, that's interesting, see? So there's... Uh, Here's the plaster cast of the crippled foot. And also on the left there, we can see a, uh, a sort of a construction of how it, the bones would have looked. So a thousand footprints. So if that was someone larking about, then they put a lot of thought into the, uh, into the prank. Uh, so yeah, over a thousand tracks, that's amazing. Must've taken ages. Unless of course, it was a, a real Bigfoot that actually did it, that did have an accident and, uh, and there we can see his deformed left foot. Yeah. What if it was an actual Bigfoot, but it was using planks of wood and some string to make the footprints? <laughs> well, it would make human footprints, wouldn't it? It would be a smaller foot. No, nah, but I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's doing that. And then uh, if anyone comes near, it will release some weather balloons and ball lightning. <laughs> <things>. <laughs> Yeah, is, is that is that so, how, is that how big feet camouflage themselves for you? Weather balloons and ball lightning. But that's it. I mean, I've never heard of anybody else using weather balloons. So as far as I'm concerned, weather balloons are in the realm of Bigfoot. Oh, I, I, don't, I, I, I definitely don't don't know anyone that's ever come come across ball lightning. So uh, same again. Area Fifty One was a weather balloon. They say. Yeah. But not British Area 51, which is Rendlesham Forest, which uh, that was a real alien encounter, which today has not been explained. So, but yeah, back to Bigfoot, though. Um, so uh, what we'll do, is we'll go on now to um, let's look at the skunk ape of Florida. So the skunk uh, ape? A, yeah, the skunk ape. That kind so we'll of skunk ape. Let's have a look. So what we'll do, uh, so the skunk ape, which also goes by the name of the swamp ape, the swamp cabbage man. Uh, who was, um, so yes, and um, the Florida Bigfoot. The creature is supported, reported as being smaller than the usual Bigfoot reports, and but it is of a similar experience. We've got some skunk there, so it's not the skunk ape, but that is a kind of skunk as we know it, which we can get. Is that the skunk so, ape? Uh, yeah, that's the skunk. But what we'll do now is have a look at the actual skunk ape. Let's have a look at the skunk ape. Skunk ape is up now. Oh, there he is. Ooh. 
So I like him because he's named after drugs. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so there we go. That's the skunk ape. He's looking a bit uh, bit sheepish there, isn't he? A bit, uh, bit afraid. But, uh, I don't know. I thought it was a skunk yeah. ape. Not, I thought it was a skunk ape, not yeah. a sheep ape. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so unfortunately, it's called the skunk ape because it smells bad. Uh, like the animal, the skunk, not the kind of weed, the skunk, which which, which smells quite nice. And so, yeah, I can't. You can't get hash these days, can you? So, I've noticed. But anyway, so anyway, one of the first reports of the creature came in 1880 in Florida uh, when there was a sighting of a man-sized monkey that stank like shit, and it was raiding food stores and stalking fishermen. So. Goes back to the early 1800s. This report. I'm guessing skunk ape is a bit of a euphemism because, oh my god, it stinks of shit. That little monkey man. <laughs> you know, it's not the sort of thing you could say in polite company, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Stinker. Right, yeah. But anyway, 1974. Dave Sheely, who was 10 years old at the time, saw the skunk ape when he was out hunting in the Cypress National Reserve in the Everglades. He said the following. <clears throat> I was walking across the swamp and my brother asked me if I just shit myself. I hadn't, but there was a vile smell in the air so I could understand his question. My brother then saw the creature about 100 yards away. He had to pick me up so that I could get a view of the creature above the long grass where we were stood. He was only 10, so he couldn't see it, so his brother picked him up. He described it as a man covered in hair, and the experience caused Sheely to develop a bedwetting problem. Though his brother told the media that he had been doing this prior to the skunk ape encounter, and he'd always been pissing the bed. He went on also to tell the media that he said that Dave had soiled himself during an episode of The X-Files. So his brother had it in for him and was telling the media all sorts. <laughs> After this encounter, Sheedy became obsessed with the mystery and started a lifelong pursuit of the creature. In 2000, he finally managed to film the scum cape. So, we've got a clip here. Let's look at the first clip. Let's look at the film that he took of the scum cape. This is what this is Back, what the bed wet. This is called the this is called the bed wetters film. The bed wetters film. Yeah, yeah he, he was on the cover of Bed Wetters Monthly. That's one once. Right then, let's have a look at this. Is it proof? Green. Do you want me to share the screen? Yeah, if we can see it, let's have a look and see. Share the screen with you guys. Yeah. Right. Get it go. going. Here we go. Like that Press play. So it's the Patterson the Gimlin Raw one. No, that's the it? wrong one. That's the wrong one. It's the first, first. The first one. Yeah, the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, I've put them in order. Yeah, Dave Sheely's 20. Yeah. Uh, so Dave. Se Dave. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Dave. Dave P Sheely. Pissy Pants. 2000. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's a tongue twister. Dave Sheely's 2000 to skunk ape footage. Let's have a look. Uh, I'll play the audio to you guys. Yeah, let's listen as well. I got no sound on it, or is it me? 
Well, no sound. It no, it doesn't. It doesn't, uh, doesn't have sound. But there we go. You can see there that uh, there's something moving, isn't there? That uh, it's not too clear. Yeah, it could be a bear, maybe. Or it could be a man in a suit. Or it could be Sasquatch. We'll have to find out, won't we? We'll see what happens. Is it George Floyd? George Floyd. Could have been in 2000. Where's it gone? I can't see it now. Is it there? Oh, there it is. I can see it, yeah. Yeah, it's not the best film, is it? But that's what... I mean, is it, is it possible that there are gorillas in America? I mean, was there something like the zoos where they tipped out the zoos and... I've not heard of any zoo tipping outs, but um, no, they could have. They could have a. Uh, they could have a gorillas. A bit like they've got pumas in Surrey and the Bodmin Beast, which is yeah. which is which is what's that? What is the Bodmin Beast? That's a uh, is it a jaguar, something like that. Because that's a type of cryptid that um, you've got. The, there's two types of cryptids. There's unknown animals like Bigfoot, like Cupacabra, uh, Loch Ness animals we don't know about but then you've got animals like the surrey puma which yeah they call it they call which, them alien big cats don't they because they're big alien cats big cats the which place. we know exist we know the creature exists but it's in an environment which isn't you wouldn't normally see it in and that's uh and also you have kangaroos seems kind of strange in. that you'd be standing there videoing it and don't even look at you mm. wouldn't be interested in wow. you. oh here we go that was there we go there you can see his arms now Surely it would. Um, good walk. Surely it would break into some sort of a, you know, fight or flight, wouldn't it? And it doesn't seem to be flighting, does it? Um, well, I wouldn't. To be honest, I wouldn't be scared of someone who wets the bed. So you know, he probably knew about that. There we go. He's off. Most brutal wow. chimpanzee society discovered. Is it in Detroit or Chicago? <laughs> But yes, good stuff. So, there. What do we make of that film? Is that uh, proof? Inconclusive enough. I, I think a lot of the uh, having because we've never seen a Bigfoot, we've kind of got no frame of reference for it, have we? So, I suppose they're kind of incon all of them are kind of inconclusive, aren't they? Mm. Let's move I, on. I'm to wondering the if it's just because of the streaming, but to me, it looked like there was like one frame every three seconds. It was so, 2000 and camera equipment wasn't as good as it is now. Oh, yeah. But even so, I mean, like, if you've got, like, a, a VHS compact cassette, it's yeah. still going to do 20 or 24 frames. I know. But if we had that, then we, you would it would be obvious that it was his mate in a suit, wouldn't it? So you've got to make it a bit blurry to, to uh, you know, to, to fool the audience. But anyway, all I reckon, let's move on to the next slide and we'll we'll look at some more cases of the skunk ape let's have a look at this then what we got hey <laughs> so so anyway um let's go to um let's go to june 1974 farmer buddy sterrett reported that a skunk ape picked up one of his 110 pound hogs and attacked it he said the ape smelled like a men's changing room so that's what uh that was his experience. 1974, security guard Carrie Cantor said he shot the scumbag at, Welling, at a Wellington construction site. He said this, the ape smelled like it had taken a bath in rotten eggs. And that's what he said. I didn't make that up, but he did actually say that. So, you know, stinking the place out. 
1977, two workers reported seeing a seven-foot-tall creature that was drinking from a lake in Delray Beach Golf Course. They said the creature smelled like a public toilet. So there we go. That's the skunk ape. Yeah, filthy, dirty, dirty boy. I know. Take a shower or something before you uh, before you go be incited. So yeah, that's um. So that's a that's a that's a uh, sort of um. An area Bigfoot sighting. The various areas of America, they, um, you know, they have their their own kind of Bigfoot. Do you know what I reckon we should do now? Uh, yeah, Dino's go on, got go a comment. He says, "Ian, I watched the Revenant the other day. If the REA Red Indian existed, then why not Bigfoot? Do you know, do you know what the REA Red Indian is? Um, is that the? Is that the? Uh, the no, I don't know what that is. I was thinking of the IRA Red Indian, which which go." bombing the nat west tower but yeah. um yeah no i don't know what that is what is the rea what is the rea red indian anyone know i don't know rea rea speedwagon i know them uh like chris but really. no maybe we should yeah we could google it and see wait is he talking about chris rear and the road to how yeah i think so he's talking about the m25 <laughs> Yeah, well, okay then. All right, what we'll do, we'll look at another regional Bigfoot. Let's move on to the next um, picture, and then we can throw this Bobby one out Creek. and see what we think of this. This is based on a real sighting, isn't it, this film? Have we seen this film? I haven't seen it, but I know. Um, I read, you... There was a big bit about it in the 14 Times a while ago, wasn't there, mm. in Boggy Creek? It's a brilliant film. It's from 1972. There were lots of Bigfoot films at the time. Lots, you know, The 70s went Bigfoot crazy, basically. But um, this is a brilliant film. And I, if you're any 14 uh, investigator or traveller or whatever, you know, have a look at this if you're interested in the subject. It's a really good film. So have you, has, uh, have you seen this one, Hobbit? No, this this is this is new to me. So yeah, uh, no, this yeah. is well. If you move in fourteen circles, you will have heard of this. This is a very good film. But anyway, so um, so basically, it's a low budget docu 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 drama, stroke horror, stroke thriller, stroke you know nature, um, sort of film made in nineteen seventy two, based on fight fight sightings of the folk monster, uh, and it was one of the many Bigfoot. Low budget Bigfoot movies of the seventies, but and the best one was Yeti so, in the eighties. Was it? Was it Yeti or sorry? Snow Monster? Was it Yeti? Do you remember Yeti? That low budget horror from the I think, I think that's mid eighties or early eighties, isn't it? Mm. There's loads, and we'll have a look at them in a bit. But um, yeah, there's there's loads of Bigfoot films from the seventies. I remember the late eighties sitcom with a Bigfoot, and he's just there and put in the house and. They're treating him just like a member mm. of the family and no one bats an eyelid. Harry and the Bigfoot Hendersons. Bigfoot and the Hendersons, yeah. Bigfoot and the Hendersons, yeah. Harry and the Hendersons, yeah. I don't remember. It wasn't Alf because Alf was an alien, but it was... It was Harry and the Hendersons. Bigfoot and the Hendersons. Yeah. yeah. But there, was yeah. A film. there was a film first. He had uh, John Lithgow in it, didn't it? I don't like Bigfoot like that. I like Bigfoot to kill people if he's going to be in a film. Not yeah, to, you like him ripping live. people's arms yeah, yeah. out. You know, I like a violent Bigfoot, you know. That's my yeah. my thing. Like Tintin in Tibet. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant, that is. That is excellent. I used to have the T-shirt of that, but I was so taken by it. Tintin in Tibet is a good one. Yeah. But anyway, so anyway, this is the folk monster. And it's said to have been seen in a place called Folk 
Miller County, Arkansas during the 1970s. The monster hit the headlines in 1971 when it was said to have attacked the home of Bobby and Elizabeth Ford on the night of the 2nd of May. Initially, the creature reached through the window of the house as Elizabeth was sleeping on the couch. Her husband and his brother, Don, then chased the creature away. They fired shots and thought they had hit it, but no traces of blood were found. So there, so someone was in their house and a Bigfoot arm came through the window. That would shit you up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and again, they fired shots at it. No blood was found. So, again, it's interesting. Different about this one, a search of the area of the account had produced three toad footprints near the house, scratch marks on their porch and damage to a window. Three toad footprints, not five. That's interesting, eh? What happened there? Yeah. Shotgun accident. What, you're saying it's Homer Simpson? Could be. That's four, though, isn't it? Four toes. This is three toes. So that's odd. It's not your regular five-toed Bigfoot, which is the... uh, which is a, a big human foot, five toes. This had three. Peculiar. Hmm. But anyway, the creature was again spotted on the 23rd of May 1971 when three people reported seeing an ape-like creature crossing the US Highway 71. So, yeah. So, um, you know, he was present in folk in the, in the forest, in the, uh, in the swamps and that kind of thing. Around this time, Three toad tracks were discovered in a soybean field and several attempts to track the creature with dogs were carried out, but um, no, they didn't have any luck in capturing the creature. So yeah, again, three toad, three toad tracks. So this is I don't know peculiar. if you're going to cover this later, but what do they eat? Does anybody know what they eat? Um, well, I would think it would be a mixture of berries and probably, um, you know, rodents, that kind of thing. Um, but do you think they're campers they, like Yogi Bear? If, if they're <laughs> that big, campers. you know, they, they've got to be eating steak and meatloaf. And, well, there's plenty know, of meat in the forest. They're, they're not going to be that sort of size when they're just eating berries and tofu. Wild boar. They could even eat, if they're, if they're hard, they could eat beers, couldn't they? They could, be, you know, kill a beer and eat that. And in fact, if you've got a group of Bigfoot together, all together, working. Uh, they could uh, track down a bear, kill it, and uh, eat it. There you go. There's your, there's your protein. Roast bear. Well, they wouldn't roast it unless they don't know how to make fire. But uh, no, they would eat it raw. I would think fish, salmon, in the same way uh, bears get uh, fish, isn't it? Have you seen a bear fishing? It's not really fishing, is it? They just sort of grab them. Yeah. Well, Bigfoot could do the same, couldn't they? And there's your diet. If you look at the size of a beer as well, then uh, I could have they can survive. Mm. Mm. Noodling, you know, when they tickle them. Yeah, they could, yeah. Uh, and tickle each other after lights out. But anyway, back <laughs> well, on like with this. Li- tickling themselves, according to that other side. Yeah, I know, that, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird part of Rule 34, isn't it? You know Rule, you know rule 34, do you, Ian? Rule, sorry, I just got up to switch the light. Rule, on rule, 30, rule thirty-four is that if they, if if it exists, there is porn of it. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, then there is, there is porn of it. But we'll come on to that later. But anyway, oh. so let's have a look back to this. Yeah, sightings went on for a while. Then in nineteen, 
so they went quiet though they went quiet so after these the early 70s um the early 70s sightings and that's with the film itself crevice but um i'm sure you can find it online but have a look at that when you've got a when you've got a few uh, a bit of spare time you know so anyway um in 1978 tracks were discovered by two brothers prospecting in russellville arkansas and several other sightings took place during this time there were also livestock going missing and attacks on several dogs which were all blamed on the creature so yeah so you know if they can't find food in the forest then they will come and uh and uh, take livestock from the farms so there's always a plenty it, it reminds of, me uh, of, a, of a sighting i heard of a while ago it was like uh, it's kind of almost in the chupacabra bracket where um mm. whatever this was it was um the, the guy the guy who kept uh pigs and what it was mm. doing was it, it was it was ripping the ears out of the hogs at, at the root much like the mm. did you hear our um animal mutilation episode yeah listen to a bit i'm familiar with animal mutilation yeah because well, so. that's another thing mm. they do to horses isn't it rip the uh rip the ears out right at the i don't know what they mean by yeah. the root of the ear but they maybe that's the tasty bit the root of the ear yeah. is what they want to get to but yeah, it's sort of um, yeah, it's interesting that they could be responsible for cattle mutilations as well as aliens. So you know they can get their food from there. So 1991, yeah, the monster was spotted jumping from a bridge. Oh, sorry, Ian. Hey? Did you did you see did you see any of that series? Um, oh, what was it? The uh, Sky Skinwalker Ranch series that was on. Um, uh, I tried watching it actually. I got a little bit bored, to be honest. They were, but um, well, well, later but, yeah, on, they had an animal mute. It's like mute mutilation. Mm. There was something in the pen, but the cameras wouldn't pick it up, and that gives, that's, and that yeah, that's and that handy, scratched and that scratched a um, not a llama. The other one. What's the other one that's like a llama? Um, a bit. Uh, what's llama? the thing? Should like a llama, but not. I mean, the thing is, they, they, they're cousins of the camels, and you can actually make a mule between a, a llama and a camel, but um, alpaca. Alpaca, that's the word. Yeah, it attacked a, an alpaca. It had, like, it, this, the flank was all scratched up, mm. um, and it was it was like he was in quite a bit. In, 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 pretty, pretty Did it have his up. neck ripped out as well? No, no, it was still alive, because oh. it happened during daylight. Oh, right. Uh. Yeah, that's yeah. I should try try and have another viewing of that. I I got to remember, I couldn't really get into it, but uh, you know what we'll do. A bit later is have a look at these programs because they are good and uh, we can cover some of them. But anyway, back to the fuck monster. Okay then, nineteen ninety one, the monster was spotted jumping from a bridge. Between exactly if you see it, you go oh fuck. Because <laughs> right? when you see it, you go oh fuck. Yeah, the f yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking hell, what's that? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that? Uh, yeah. Well, fuck off, monster. Don't want to see you. But anyway, so between 1997 and 98, there were 40 reported sightings. So they're seeing something, aren't they? People are seeing something. Maybe they're lying. Maybe they're mis mistaken. Maybe drunk. Maybe high on skunk. But they're seeing something. Not all these 40 people could be seeing, you know, could be hallucinating, whatever. So, yeah, there's something in that, isn't there? Okay, so that's the fuck monster. So... But a little note at the end, the Skeptoid podcast concludes, every last shred of evidence for the folk monster exists is anecdotal. 
Not a single piece is testable. The folk monster fits very poorly with the model of a living animal, but fits very well with local legend. So that's something you have to be aware of. Um, if there is a rumor going around, if there is a story going around, look into it and find out who reported it. Don't come to nothing, you know? So this Remind is a thing that, with this uh, stuff. The Red Dwarf bit when you... Oh, it's always aliens with you, List Rimmer. You know, remember that time you used the bog roll up in a day, you said it was aliens? <laughs> so it's like, a, it could be like a hysteria thing, couldn't it? You know, where they just like, anything that went wrong, they just blame on the on the monster, don't they? <laughs> Quite true. It's always a good ghetto clause, you know? So, yeah. So, yeah, there's, um, you know, a lot of, you know, we've hardly touched the surface of the sightings. There's loads of them. And uh, and uh, so we've just got a feel for um, for the sightings there before we move on to the next phase, which is going to be, which is going to be good, which is the Patterson film. So Ooh. I think what we'll do, let's have a little, the let's famous move on. One. Yes. Let's move on to the next, uh, the next picture, which will, which is a nice, and is a good illustration there of, um, of the scene there we go look at that so someone's gone to the effort to draw that i think it's, it's really the same good, guy that it? did the other one claudio claudio Bergman. ranieri do you, reckon he, do you reckon he's got like the back end of the site where he does like uh bigfoot doing a chick or something like that do you? <laughs> he does the, he does the commissions do you reckon yeah, yeah. there's some good there is some good um fortian um illustrators out there the hmm. you know all the have a look and see if you're interested in having that on your wall. Can't say I would, but um, yeah, there's some good stuff out there. So anyway, what we'll do? So what we'll do is have a look at the uh, the best and the most famous piece of Bigfoot evidence. So we're looking at it. We've got two different. You've you've picked two different versions, haven't you? No, I haven't. There's two. So what we'll do? We'll look at the first film first when I when I let you know, um, which will be. The, we'll look at that. That's a th that's about three and a half minutes long. But I think we but the order I've got because... in is complete Gimlin Patterson, and then yeah. Patterson Gimlin so, film raw so version. We'll have a look so at that one. We'll just fire that first. one up in a minute. Not quite yet. And the second film we're going to see is a stabilized version of it, so we can see, uh, you know, see it more clearly. That one's not as long. So what we'll do is uh, so. Um, yeah, so we'll look at this film now. So the Patterson film. So it's it's almost a famous piece of film. Everyone's seen it, and it's almost as famous as the '66 World Cup. Hey, eh? Steve Davis, Dennis Taylor final. Hey, eh? always seeing yeah. that film. The Zabruga <laughs> film of JFK getting shot. What's that? No, I thought you said the Zabruga film. I might. I thought you meant that ferry tipping over. <laughs> no, I'm just saying this. This is this is as famous as that. So oh, the yeah, Zabruga yeah, film right there, JFK right, right. Sh getting shot. Yeah. What's that? What's what? Uh, what is the what is the? You said Zabrugger. I was thinking of that. Do you remember that sea that sea disaster where the? Uh, where they yeah, was it Newcastle to Zabrugger? Yeah, yeah Zabrugger. Well, the same name, but anyway, that film is a no-brainer, isn't it? It's a no-brainer. <laughs> I thought that was worth another outing, but never mind. Okay then. So what we'll do? We we'll get ready for this now. So what's um, it called? The Patterson film. That's right. Gimlin it was Patterson. taken in 1967 oh, by a guy called, called Roger Patterson. Patterson. Right, I'm going to load it up on my end because the yeah. the screen sharing stopped working on on Jitsi. Okay, yeah, looks all right here. So yeah, so Patterson start again and his sidekick Bob Gimlin film this so we'll check out the film three and a half minutes long but i think what we'll do is sit through it uh, initially here we go let's do let's do it 
I think I'll turn. There's no sound on it, so I'll just turn the sound off. I can. I can hear the thing, but I can. Oh, there you go. You don't need to, do you? <laughs> Quite. I can see that. This is sort of playing cowboys in the forest, aren't we? Let's just have a look. Good stuff. Patterson on his horse there, and they've got a mule. Yeah. But it's just the Gimlin film, then, isn't it? If he's just fighting about down the front. Well, um, yeah. Gimlin would have taken this bit. I think Roger wanted to pull this bit. Well, he wasn't really good at focusing, was he? And we'll look into the background of this film, which I think is important after we've seen it. On the right, it's like a story in their cell phone. Oh, it is. It's, uh, it's great. Uh, I would like to have hung out with these guys. Some forestry there. What could be lurking in the forest? I think that's Roger again with his mule. Is that his new mule, or is that why he's like parading it around at the moment? Yeah, he killed it that one. It's crew up, actually, doing that. Let's take the mules, do those things. And it was a different time, I suppose. Woodle there. And again on his horse. He loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, I think that's his new horse. I think he's parading it around. Oh, Bigfoot, yeah. Is this, uh, is this tripod, is it, is it not secured properly? Is that why the cameras keep swinging around? Yeah, and also you can't see the man in the suit very clear if you, you don't shake it a bit. Oh, oh, he's seen something. What's he saying? What's he saying? What has he seen? What's he looking at? Have a look. He's found something. He found something. Holy shit. You know, lovely, smooth, sweeping shots, except for when he sees... Yeah. Hey, look at that, look. Both headphones on, sauntering across Oh, there we go. That's a clear shot, there he goes. There he is. Looks back. Bye. Yeah, no, Roger follows him for a bit, though. Oh, does he? Yeah. yeah. Running, running, Roger's running after him now. He's caught sight of him again. I say him. We'll come on to that shortly. Ooh, might be a lady foot. Yes, and off he goes. In, off she goes into the trees. Hello, Winter. And there we go. That's uh, so there. That's compelling evidence of Bigfoot. Eh? So obviously that wasn't very clear. What we'll do is watch the second, uh, the second version, which is, second which one, just right? focuses on the creature and it's much more stabilized and we can get a better view. Let's just have a quick look at that one before we proceed. Oop, that's the one before. So what we want is that's the one stabilized version. Here we go. 
hope there's not a fucking advert on before. No, it's not. Ah, uh, here we go. Much this clearer here. To do with National Geographic. So it's that logo in the corner, isn't there? Which is the National Graphic one. So. Oh, so this looks quite a bit different, doesn't it? I mean, this is well, it's this is stabilised. You can see the creature much cl more clearly here. Where'd you get those really super clear pictures from? Then are they off of this? Which pictures are those? There's some real super clear ones where it looks like a man in a suit. These ones. Oh, those. Ah, we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. Ah, yeah. right. Okay. We'll come on to those. Look at that. So you can see the creature much clearer there, arm swing, big stride, pointed head, breasts as well. If you look closely, it's a female. Big buttocks. Oh, yeah. So there we go. That's the uh, that's the uh, the stabilised version. Actually, that didn't look that good. But anyway, I first saw is this on... Is this super um, stabilised I don't know how old then, is it? Yeah. Oh, is there a following? Oh, there is a bit. I forgot. This is yeah, another bit. Ah, now slow down. What a load of bollocks! No, that's Bigfoot. Don't don't say that. That's real. Come and get your Hobbit. No, no, down. If he does, I'll take a good like you know, just like slow down. I want to take a good photograph for you. Yeah. Don't say that, or you'll come into your bedroom at night and do things to you. Yeah, like Jimmy Savile. Hang on. Are we get yeah. are we getting Dennis Nielsen and, and Bigfoot mixed up here? <laughs> Did fit Bigfoot put the bodies down in the uh, down in the sewage? HP says he walks like a puff. Yeah. So there we go. That's uh, that's that is what we've got. I first saw that on. Um, I don't know how old you are, but do you remember Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World? It was a program yes. in the late eighties, the early eighties, actually. And I, I, when I first saw that at that age as a child, I thought it was real, and that's, and I did believe that that was evidence of Bigfoot. And so, uh, but we can get out of this film. All we can get out of it is it's either a man in a suit or it's Bigfoot, isn't it? So mm -hmm. if it's not a man in the suit, then that's that's the best film ever taken, surely. Yeah. Eh? So what we'll do, let's have a look at the um, the um, the people who. Who took the film? So, Roger Patterson. Let's go to the next uh, next illustration there. Let's have a look at Roger, uh, the guy behind the film. So we get the. He next definitely picture. looks like a trustworthy man. He looks. He looks <laughs> very. There we go. Especially in that cardigan, he looks very trustworthy. He's a man you could trust, doesn't he? There we go. Isn't it? It's um. There he is with all his Bigfoot stuff. Well into it, he was. So let's have a look at the, into the background. Mm, I don't really see that. I don't really see from that film that that looks that high, that tall. Mm, obviously, that's a drawing, so it wouldn't. The real thing would be smaller. But um, as with all forty and evidence, you should always look into the people that uh, that have that have made it or produced it. So let's look at Patterson, Roger Patterson. So he was a rodeo rider. So that was his job, rodeo rider. And uh, it was in this line of work where he met Bob Gilman, who was the, uh, was the other guy. What was, what was that him. guy, the, the guy that, that hangs around, um, the guy with the big big stash oh, that, hang, that hangs around uh, Loch Ness? What, what, he was a circus, circus guy, wasn't he? Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. Was like, that was um, Frank Searle. Yeah. The, well, he yeah. took all the photos, all the fake photos, and yeah. uh, lived in a caravan. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, but I think those photos you can see they are 
those photos were obviously mm. faked. But uh, he didn't put much effort into it either. But he didn't care. He was making money. He was having a good time, which is what you want, you know. So, but you anyway, don't want to be so a miserable cryptid follower, do you? you want to be happy exactly? You want to, you know, enjoy it. You know, yeah. enjoy your investigations. You know, go and have a few jars while you're doing it. Have a bit of skunk, you know. Get a couple of quid in your Patreon. Jobs are good, isn't it? If you have enough skunk, you will see the skunk ape. So, yeah. But anyway, back to Patterson. So, yeah, he was a rodeo rider, you know. You know, what kind of job is that? Let's be honest. And it was in this line of work where he met Bob Giblin, who was um, his partner when they went to the film. Car- film. Carnies that... Yeah, you know, chances, you know, don't for a good time. Ned don't want Wells. to get a proper job. Ned Wells on the run from the police like James Stewart in that film. Yeah. You know, get a proper job, you know, not yeah. this. But anyway, so, yeah, so basically the two of them were, were living the cowboy dream, you know, riding horses, arsing about, you know, in a Stetson and whatever, watching John Wayne films. When you that's say arsing like. about, do you mean in the uh, Brokeback Mountain sense or do you just mean messing about? Well, they could be. Oh, that's a point I haven't thought of. <laughs> you said that to me. I wish I'd dropped something in about that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, they could be. Yeah, they could be, uh, could be like that, yeah. So basically, you know, got to, got to get into the background of the guy. So what we can gather, he was a rodeo rider, didn't have a proper job, spent, and he spent his time inventing things as well. But what he wanted, you know, what he wanted was that one big thing which was going to make him money, you know, so, so he didn't have to go to work. Lazy, you know. So what happened then in the early, in the early days of their relationship, before the Bigfoot film, Roger showed Bob a plaster cast of a Bigfoot track. Bob didn't know what to make of it, but he kept an open mind. Were these Roger the first people have... to do the plaster cast thing? Because the, the plaster um, cast thing is quite popular now, isn't it? Yeah, it was... Um, no, they, they'd been doing it before, since the uh, since the, the loggers, since they had plaster casts and various casts afterwards. Oh, yeah, of course, because you said the guy did it popular. with uh, wooden but, uh, you know, the, Yeah. Yeah, but you know the plaster cast is obviously the 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 thing you can you can always produce, and there's loads of them as well. Some are fake, some maybe not, like the cripple foot. We don't know, but it could be true. But anyway, so um, you know, so what Roger was doing was trying to draw Bob into his Bigfoot world. So Roger then asked Bob to take him to Northern California, where Bigfoot tracks had been discovered. So and. Um, what it, what it was was Roger intended to make a Bigfoot documentary, so a film about big, Bigfoot before he'd even seen it, you know. So, what do you want in a Bigfoot film? The money shot, and that's what he got. So, mm. what happened was Bob loaded three horses into his trailer and they headed off to investigate the mysterious tracks. So they're on the way to uh, to this encounter. It was a very you know? very lucky man, wasn't he? That he just happened to get it that that quick. Well, it? you say that now, but what we'll come on to shortly is he. Roger wasn't that lucky a man in the end. You but make, anyway, you make your it? own luck. You go there, you find you find Bigfoot. Yeah. Surely, I mean, he looks like well, a, you know carnies. I mean, if you're going to believe someone, you got to believe a carny, haven't you? Well, you know, I preferred I prefer a, 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 just a regular person as a witness that wasn't looking for it. <laughs> but in this case, we'll go with it. We we'll go with it. All we've got is the film. Two outcomes: Bigfoot or not Bigfoot. No other possibility. So anyway, so anyway, um, let's see. So. They went off to investigate the mystery tracks. At their destination, they discovered that the tracks had been demolished by rain and human foot traffic. Oh, the two no, men. terrible yeah, exactly. luck. Terrible, terrible made, luck. They could have made some more, though, couldn't they? So, 
you know, the two men then headed deeper into the woods to carry out. Yeah, but that was a one in, one in a million thing. He went there that day and saw Big Bigfoot immediately. I was like one in a million. That was his lottery numbers. Where's he going to see Bigfoot again? You're just not going to see those those footprints again, are you? You could go to the Himalayas, see the Yeti, or you know, Malaysia, because the Albastard, whatever. Yeah, you know, there are Bigfoot around. You can. You know, I don't know if anyone who's had two. There was me thinking sighting. he was lucky taking the video, and then he goes back and oh no, oh no, well the evidence is gone. Oh, yeah. just just terrible. Oh, luck. All... Was such an honest man. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, at this stage, he is an honest man, as we know him at this stage. So, look, yeah. He looks so honest. Um... He, lo- he looks like an honest man. Yeah. Hobbit, Can't do you think he looks to... honest? No, Hobbit's gone. gone. Hobbit. Oh, I'm I'm here. It just takes a while to to unmute myself. Uh, yeah, he he. Well, actually, I don't want to make any current affairs sorts of jokes, but um, yeah, I I, I would trust him with saying my used vehicles. He does, although he does look a bit like Fred West in that picture on the right, doesn't he? He's a bit thinner, isn't he? But yeah, yeah, yeah he has a bit I of the Fred West about him, yeah. doesn't he? And there's some earth. He's on some earth. This what could be buried under the earth? Maybe he buried a Bigfoot there. So, is he going to set up a political party saying how patriotic he is? I do. Well, make yeah. America great again. There we go. That's the uh, they're responsible. But anyway, let's have a look. So let's let's go on to the journey. They've gone into the woods. So. Um, at one stage on the journey, Roger's horse started to jump, jumping about and acting erratic. Bob then saw what was making the horse shit himself. There was a Bigfoot standing on the other side of the creek, which started to walk away from them. So this is where the film, this is where they filmed the Bigfoot. Oh, look at the, the luck. Yeah. The, the luck of this Yeah, man. exactly. Is he Irish? Yeah. Is he Irish? He's got to be Irish for look like that, hasn't he? Well, there's a lot of Irish in America, isn't there? They came yeah. over in the... Uh, the luck of the Irish. Irish. He obviously had his four-leaf clove with him. Mm. But anyway, so there they were with Bigfoot walking in front of them. Roger then grabbed his camera and started to run after the creature, filming as he went. Bob stayed on his horse with his rifle in case the creature turned on Roger. Bob stated that in no doubt what this was a hoax. This was Bigfoot. That's what Bob said. Once the film was developed, Roger was certain that he had a gold mine on his hands. So there you go, immediately. Oh, you know, no. Thinking of money. Oh, I'm going to cash in on this, you know, make some money out of this. I'm sure you know? he didn't think that straight away. I'm sure yeah. so I'm sure he slept on it at night and, you know, on calm reflection, discussed it with his mate. I'm not sure. Um, he looks like I a real thought... honest Bob, that fella, doesn't he? I've got a Ouija board at home and... Um, I've never got it to work, but I th- I have thought to myself, if I can get this to work properly, I will make a million. That comes into my head when I think that. Yeah. And and it, it, so you know, so that's what uh, that's what he was thinking. He's got that cash. So Roger then hit the road with his film to find investors and tried to sell it to Hollywood. But Bob's heart wasn't really in the project, and he had horses to look to after. He had a job, and he had to go back to work. So basically. Roger thought this was amazing. Bob thought, well, it's not that good. You know, the film itself, you know, not amazing. So he's going to distance himself from it. So Roger and his associates continued to try and sell the film without Bob. However, Roger hired another guy for their tour that he said was Bob. So Bob didn't want anything to do with it. But Roger, obviously, he had to uh, bring his partner with him. So he hired an actor 
to act as Bob. So this is the sort oh, of person oh, we're, oh. we're dealing with. You know, oh, we're dealing so, with this such, a, of, such yeah. a trustworthy man. I mean, he, this is this is just completely out of. You know, he was yeah. forced into the situation. He's it, it, such a trustworthy man. I don't think he'd yeah, do exactly. this unless he had no um, choice. I tell you what, though, a year before the Patterson um, film was filmed, Bigfoot. He wrote a book on the subject. Let's have a look. Let's go to the next illustration. Book? Yeah. Roger wrote a book on Bigfoot before he uh, before he filmed it. So uh, let's have oh, a well, that explains it. He's an expert on it then because he researched it during when he did. You know, he writes a book on Bigfoot, then he films Bigfoot, you know. So the guy's trying to cash in. Or is he, though? It could be legit. Absolutely. This, this, this guy oh, is then. honest, Bob. Absolutely legit. At 39 years of age, Roger died. So there we are. So Ooh. unfortunately, Roger died. Yeah, as we said, he wasn't that lucky. Anything to do all, with so. an unpaid gambling debt. <laughs> yeah. Could have been. He, owed, he did owe a lot of people yeah, money. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that. He did. The, 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 he never actually paid for the uh, camera that he made the film on he, oh jesus you know, he, he owed people money for that yeah you know one of those people always lending you money and like oh have you got a spare fag that lend us a five until i get my memory back oh, is he one of them kind of guys couldn't buy us a pint could you i don't i get him paid tomorrow i'll pay one back lend us, lend us yeah. a five until i get me get me new glasses yeah exactly so yeah so there we go that's Sorry, basically the, when i get my new glasses that's the one isn't it yeah don't buy very focals I, i've got those in there they give me a headache. That's my advice. On yeah, glasses. Confusing, I should imagine, aren't they? But an interesting uh, position we're in, though, with the with the with the film. You know, that's where we are. So, yeah. So we're we're stuck with so this because Roger. So who owns the film once Roger's dead? Then I, I think it's. I think it is. Um, there were a few people involved um, with it. I'm not sure who owns it. I don't think it's Roger's family. Um, certainly not Bob, but uh, no, he did. He was involved with some money men who knew how to make money, so they made it. So it, it is with with some, you know, it is still. They work it in is waste still, management, it, did they? <laughs> someone is still getting someone's still getting commission on it, you know, getting royalties on the film, whatever shown. So yeah, so that's the film. Let's just let's just go on to the next um, the next illustration, and what we'll do is take off from there and look at what perhaps did happen with the film. Let's have a look and see. Um, yeah, you with it? Uh, so not not oh, honest honest uh not honest um, honest um Patterson. Not honest Pat honest yeah, Pat on, honest Pat wouldn't do something like this. Honest Rog. Look at that there. Okay, so let's let's just look into a possible explanation for the film. A guy called Philip Morris, who ran a stage costume business in the early 60s, claimed that in 1967, Roger Patterson contacted him and wanted to buy a gorilla costume for a gag. That's what he said. So so um, that's Morris's advert there. So, so that's what he said. Patterson later called Morris, asking how he could make the costume more realistic and asked him for some extra fur and asked how, how he could hide the zipper. He also asked how he could make the costume appear larger. 
So, and when Morris saw Patterson's film, he recognized the Bigfoot was wearing one of his suits. But again, this is just hearsay. There's no proof in this at all. So, you know, you can't, uh, you can't, uh, you know, maybe he's lying. Let's have a look though at, uh, at Philip Morris in the next, on the next illustration. Let's go and see him there. Let's move forward. Yeah. Slide number 14. And there he is. Oh, he's decapitated a, a Bigfoot, look. Yeah, he's showing, showing the head of the creature. So that's where that, that's where we're at with that. So not not he, honest, not, not he, honest Roger. I wouldn't believe this of honest Roger. Uh, but he claims to have sold the film. So sorry, sold the foot, the suit to. Uh, <laughs> Rob, to, Rob to, Calvert to, says uh, in chat, he said he'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> I think he's yeah. about honest Roger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But there we go. So that's that's Philip Morris. He claims to have um, he claims to have um, supplied Patterson with the with this suit for the film. Let's move forward a slide and look at a chap called Bob Hieronymus. Let's go forward. Bob Hieronymus. Blimey. That sounds yeah. like an, like it absolutely is real name, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds a bit like hemorrhoids. Bob hemorrhoids. That's why you can't see Hieronymus, Hieronymus Bosch. He was an artist. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so Bob Hieronymus was a friend of Patterson who claims to be the man in the suit in the Bigfoot film. Then Cool Kane said uh, said about uh, Philip Morris, isn't that Mickey Rooney? <laughs> Does look a bit like him. Uh, yeah. Or Wayne Rooney, perhaps. But yeah, so well, this is that's, Wayne Rooney, so that's this year is the guy who claims to Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's pretty good. But he claims to be the man in the suit. That's that's Bob Hieronymus. Let's go to the next uh, the next illustration. We'll have a look, quick look at uh, what they tried to do. Philip Morris and Bob Hieronymus tried to create recreate the actual film. But let's have a look and see. One color. Their uh. pathetic, pathetic effort. Slide sixteen. Next one. Look at this. There we go. See? So there we go. See, as you can see, so they've they got together there, tried to recreate it, and it really isn't very good, is it? The the Patterson film is much better than that load of rubbish in the middle. So so you know, it's it's difficult to recreate this film, and which is one of the uh, you know factors in the in its favour of being legitimate. I think that suit's right though. Hieronymus claims that suit looks about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we'll just move on to that one. But Hieronymus claimed that Patterson and Gimlin offered to pay him a thousand dollars to wear the suit whilst being filmed. <coughs> Obviously, he never got paid because Patterson was involved. He then travelled to Northern what are you Cal California. About Roger? Where he met Patterson. Honest Roger always plays his debts. Well, he's a pain. Well, not anymore. He doesn't, does he? <laughs> so life insurance will cover it all. But anyway, he travelled to Northern California where he met Patterson and Gimlin. He said he was nervous in case he got shot. So, yeah. So, woo, you're there. Once the film was shot, Hieronymus went home, whilst Patterson and Giblin say, stayed at the site to create some fake footprints. Um, in 2005, Hieronymus took a lie detector test on TV, stating that he was the man in the suit in the film. The test results showed that he was not lying. Obviously, those lie detector tests are not uh, 100%, but... You know, things are looking in his favour. So that's Bob Hieronymus for you. So let's move well, on now to this guy, himself, Bob Gimlin. He, if he's convinced himself that he's uh, that he did it, then that's the lie detector test. Then. 
Well, hmm. yeah, I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're not a hundred percent, but it's the best we've got. So, but anyway, what we'll do. That, so that's the people involved. What we'll do now? Quickly look at Bob Gimlin. Eh? So it's there we the go. The, the Marlborough man. Yeah, look at him. Fucking. Anyway, so the Marlborough man. There we go. So Bob is still alive and says that the Bigfoot film ruined his life. His wife was ridiculed at a bank job and co-workers called her things like ape woman, Bigfoot's wife, stupid bitch, leather, and the office bike. And really they didn't do it. She would come home. Yeah. She would come home for work with a fucking waterworks on again and would it would say things like, I wish you'd never got involved in Russia, Roger, with Roger and his antics. So at this point, Bob stopped doing interviews and didn't talk about the matter for another 35 years. So he wanted, you know, he was it was affecting him. People were ridiculing him, ridiculing his wife and, you know, making his life a misery. So uh, but these days. He does. He d Bob does all right on the lecture circuit, you know, at the Bigfoot. You know, there's lots of Bigfoot conventions and the like, and probably makes a few quid out of it. So, you know, let's move on to the next slide and have another look at him. <laughs> See what oh, we got there. This fella. Yeah. How much do they go for? I wonder. Yeah, not a lot. I doubt. Look at the. You know, what's he playing at? You know, and the next. Let's look at the. <laughs> oh, the next. The next picture is good. Yeah. Let's go on to the next one. But like Colonel Sanders, doesn't he? Yeah, he's lapping it up, isn't he? You know, if we go into the next one there, let's have a look at him. Holding another, court. Another signed one. Another signed one. Yeah, there he is. I'm finding Bigfoot. He couldn't resist it, could he? He had to get his mug in front of the camera. Yeah. And then let's go and have another, another look at him. You know, there he is again, you know. Fucking loves himself, doesn't he? Go on to the next one. Let's have a look at what else. Look at that. Christ's sake. Signing autographs and shit. Oh, we're on to another picture of Bigfoot now. That's where Yeah, just seeing how, how much he's milking it, this guy. Milking it for all it's worth, you know. Taking the piss, mate. Right, anyway. You know so, anyway. bloke who was um, going in Loch Ness and then he set up the uni uh, university, the museum and all of that. This reminds me like an American version of it. I mean, dare I use the G word? Is he a grifter? Oh, that's just something, isn't he? Griff is a strong word. He had his life ruined by this film. His life was ruined by it, Hobbit. Yeah. Well, wow. Said, I mean, he lives he, by the grift, dies by the grift. Well, he does all right of it, out of it now, but uh, yeah, in his early years, he wanted nothing to do with it. But yeah, all right. So let's look at some opinions from the experts on the film. Bernard Hovelmans, a zoologist and the so-called father of cryptozoology, thought the creature in the Patterson film was a suited human. He objected to the film subject's hair flow pattern as it was being too uniform. The hair on the breasts as not being like a primate. Also, he said its buttocks as were, were not sufficiently separated. Hmm? And it was also too calm when retreating from the pursuing men. So, yeah, I'm not that well up on um, buttock separation. But that's one thing that you do notice with the film that, you know, it just walks off, doesn't it? It doesn't run away or whatever. It doesn't no, attack. So it's very calm. Yeah. Even, even, so. even like a, there's like a nonchalant look back as well, isn't there? As a look back, oh, it's just those, you know. So, you know, that's 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 one minus point for the film. Let's have a look at it. Sebastian Simoli, a specialist in physical anthropology and the American Museum 
at the American Museum of Natural History. He has 25 years experience with the great apes in the world. He writes, I did find some inconsistencies in appearance and behavior, which might suggest it's a fake, but nothing that conclusively shows this is the case. So, you know, so some experts are saying, yeah, it could be a fake, but then it could be not. So let's have a look at David Danglin. When anthropologist David Danglin um, examined the film, he concluded it was impossible to conclusively determine if the subject in the film is non-human. Danglin noted problems and uncertainties in the subject and the camera positions, camera movement and poor image quality. So again, it's, it's not the, you know, it's difficult to, um, to assess the film because it's not that clear to be honest, is it? So let's have another look at another expert's opinion. Cliff Crook and Chris Murphy, uh, a computerized visual uh, visual analysis of the video con conducted by Cliff Crook, once devoted rooms to Sasquatch memorabilia in his home in Bothell, Washington, and Chris Murphy, a Canadian Bigfoot buff from Vancouver, British Columbia, was released in 1999 and exposed an object which appeared to be the suit's zipper fastening zooming in on four magnified frames on the 16 millimeter footage. So there we go. So, yeah, so they, you know, they were, the, the experts doubt it, but they would, wouldn't they? So yeah, still an open case really on the film. Some say it's real, others not, but we have to decide for ourselves, don't we? So what do we think team? Real, not real. It's not real. Not real. Fake, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, what we'll do? Um, oh, there's someone at the door. I'd, I'll be back in one second. Bear with me one moment. I've seen that Patterson video before, and yeah. uh, I mean, it was even part of the uh, X Files theme. And it's just, yeah, it's just there's a bloke in the suit, and it's annoying because why is it annoying? It's annoying because I'm being lied to. Yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't doubt there are some some sort of hominids, and people say they're the remains of Neanderthal. And I think to myself, no, they're they're not Neanderthal. It's probably it's probably some other hominid. But if you want the remains of the uh, of uh, Neanderthal, you just got to look at someone like um, oh, what's his name? Uh, he's got the beetling brow. He's been in films. He's in the Klitschko. Klitschko looks Klitschko looks pretty. Uh... Pretty hey, pretty pretty missing link like, doesn't he? Do you remember Klitschko, the uh, boxer? I I can see his face clear as as, as day, but I just I can't remember that bastard's name. Uh, who? He's the one who just uh, oh, he said he he um pissed in his hands when he shook Donald Trump so that Donald Trump's hands would be covered in piss. Oh, what was his name? I don't know, mate. Uh, he he was in Sons of Anarchy. He was Hellboy. Oh, uh, you mean Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, that's it. I mean, he's the missing link. Right, the missing link. Oh. We've returned. Yeah. Always get Ron Jeremy and Ron Perlman mixed up for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Ron Jeremy, wasn't he the porn star, wasn't he? He's up for rape, isn't he? Yeah. A load of but anyway, all right. Okay, we've had our five. What we'll do, let's look at the next subject, which is this one. The Minnesota Iceman, which is where they actually did have a body of a Bigfoot. Is that the picture with the green background and the... And the this is the Iceman here, yes. This is, 
Yeah, there you go. Indecent, in doing indecent exposure. Yeah, he looks but like this is winking, winking out, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But there it is. Dirty so boy. They all do it. Yeah. So, but anyway, let's look at this one. This is where we could have had a Bigfoot body. So, in the 1960s, sideshow sideshow promoter and general all-round con man Frank Hansen insisted that he was in possession of a man-like creature frozen in ice. He marketed it as the missing link between neanderthals and humans so let's have a look at this and as he was showing this in sort of you know the american uh, um sideshows of the day in the 60s you know they'd show a freak stuff let's look at let's look at the next oh, so we're going to the picture then so that's the photo yeah let's have a look quick look at the next picture of of frank hansen with his body uh yeah that's inconclusive that picture isn't it? number 23 <laughs> well there's something there in the ice so that's a, that's some ne- that's some next level that that's some pretty next level stuff isn't it it's, if you freeze it in ice you got kind of another layer layer of obfuscation haven't you but if you let the ice thaw then the creature would uh you know um would disintegrate jump. So, or, or it jump out and start killing people there we are if you look closely in the coffin there you've got a, a bigfoot in ice let's go to the next picture because that's a, another another picture of the uh the Iceman encased as it was, uh, more clearer. So basically, while researching uh, evidence for Bigfoot in 1968, cryptozoologists Ivan Sanderson and Bernard Hoovermans, who we mentioned earlier, examined the Iceman in Hansen's trailer in Minnesota. They concluded that it was a genuine creature, saying that they found putrefaction where some of the flesh had been exposed from the melted ice. So these are these two guys, they're biologists, scientists, but also cryptozoologists. So so they know what they're looking at, but they're also they're a bit gullible as well. But they're adamant that this was a living creature. Let's just go to the next uh, the next illustration. We'll just have a look at uh, what the photos they took and illustrations that came out of their. Uh, out of their investigation of the creature. There we go. See, so he's doing the so, old uh, Adam and the Ants bit, and he old Prince Charming. Yeah. In that, he'd actually corner. broken his. He'd actually broken his arm. That's why the arm is like that, and and one of the eyeballs was missing. So the the two pictures, the second and the third pictures, are the um, photos they took through the ice. And as you can see on the first one, it's got the teeth there. The the one in the bottom right, that's an illustration. An artist's that they impression. Made. Yeah. Yeah, from there. So looks like a living creature. So yeah, so Hoovelman suggested that they had discovered a new species within Neanderthal affinities and called the creature Homo pongais. They and theorized that it was shot in the Vietnam War. So it was shot in the Vietnam War and then with all the other dead bodies sent back to the US in a body bag. Sanderson gobbed off a bit what they'd seen and found and went on TV and in print and started, you know, mouthing off and saying, oh, yeah, we found a Bigfoot and it's all that. Let's go to the next uh, the next picture. And this is, uh, this, is, um, this is of Argosy, which was the 14 Times magazine of his day. And this is where uh, the two, this is where Sanderson's and Hoovelman's uh, gave one of their interviews saying what they found. Did it go from so the there we go, yeah. to a shop then, did it? They don't drop the wall. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, that is, I don't think they don't have that magazine anymore. But you've got the Fourteen Times, which is the uh, sort of the modern uh, version of fates, that. Fates like the Northern American version, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and it was the Unexplained, as I remember that magazine as well. I used to get that one. 
but yeah, okay. So there we go. That's our legacy. So they started saying, oh yeah, we got an eight man. We're gonna, you know, display it, show it off, whatever. Then Hansen, who, who owned the Iceman, he withdrew it from public inspection, Ooh. saying this was done at the request of the owner of the exhibit. So um, this was disappointing to those involved in the investigation as they could no longer inspect the subject. And those who had seen it up close were sure that it was a living creature. Hansen returned to the carnival circuit with an Iceman that was a latex model. He said the original was real, but the owner no longer wanted it on public display. I smell something here. So investigations into Hansen's affairs show that he commissioned the creature of the Iceman to be um, to be created by the West Coast Country Company sorry, in 1967. So there we go. So, you know, he's he said the creature was real, but he withdrew it and replaced it with a plastic model. Was he telling lies? Or was he telling the truth? Who can say? Who can say? Exactly. 2013. Wait, wait, he he's a carny, so he's got to be, um, he's got to be trustworthy, isn't he? Well, Jippo, maybe. But anyway, we'll see. <laughs> but tell you what, 2013, let's look at the next, uh, the next picture. What have we got let's now? Look what, let's look at what turned up Ooh. on eBay for 20 grand in 2013 the actual dummy that was used for the Iceman. And there we go. Would you make a bid on that? <coughs> How much would you offer for that? 100 quid, 20K. 150. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. But it was bought for that price and uh, is now on display in the Museum of Weird in Austin, Texas. So there we go. Let's have a look, another look at a few uh, pictures of the Iceman if you go to the next uh the there he is doing uh, the old Prince Charming, yay. Prince yep. Charming, yay. Prince Charming and had his eye out as well. Yeah. So, yeah, though it's accepted the Iceman was nothing more than a dummy, Hoovelmans and Sanderson were adamant they could smell rotten flesh and the creature. That's they a pretty good hit. dummy, though, isn't it? I'll, I'll give it's him that. It's not bad, that's, yeah. That's pretty... What is that, 60s, did you say? That's pretty good. Yeah, 60s, you know. You had films like Planet of the Apes. That was quite a good, uh, quite good makeup there. But yeah. on the whole, special effects weren't that great in those days. So, yeah. So that's interesting. They uh, they were adamant that the what they inspected first of all was not was not uh, the dummy. But it's all gone now. It's all forgotten, and everyone's dead. Yeah. Let's have a look at a few newspaper reports. I like that one. There's a Nazi uh, Nazi Bigfoot in the top the top left hand corner there. Scamania County Pioneer. Yeah, so it's just a few, uh, just to show how the, the press are interested in the subject and uh, and how they like to report on it. Let's go That's on it. to the that next. Bottom co- that bottom right-hand corner is kind of reminiscent of old Jesse Marcel leaning over the weather balloon, isn't it? That's pretty much the same, the same pose, isn't it? Of the weather balloon. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. All right, there's, there's just a few uh, few articles. I'm like walking can, his uh, dog. Yeah, and I like the goose stepping in the top right hand, top left hand <laughs> corner. So let's look at this one. There's a photo of Bigfoot. Uh, this one That's was a taken. Walking his dog, you can see the dog on the left hand well, side. <laughs> I got to admit that it does look like he's got a, a coat blowing out or something. But yeah. that one. So a group of youths in Marble Mountain Wilderness spotted the strange-looking creature skulking along the ridge. It was actually filmed, but the, the film is uh, very boring. So that's what they saw there. So is that a Bigfoot? 
No, it's a bloke Check. walking his dog. Uh, unless unless it was Bigfoot and he was out looking for mountain goats. Maybe Bigfoots have dogs. Yeah, maybe they do. They could, <laughs> didn't they? they might. Yeah, so there's that one. It's not that exciting, but you know that's what they say is a Bigfoot. So let's move on to the next slide. Let's have a little look at another picture, which is called the Independence Day film. Oh, Shall we? Into yeah, it. number 30, well, that 31. Yeah, there we go. So that's uh, an adult and a baby Bigfoot. Adult, whoop, not that one yet. Yeah, there we go. So that's the that's the first one. There we go. Woo. So that one there, that's an adult Bigfoot carrying the baby Bigfoot. So skeptic uh, claim. What yeah. do you reckon there? It looks not, like not it, convinced. it is Hobbit. a film, that. Hobbit. Earth to Hobbit. Come in, Hobbit. He's silent with the skill. Oh, nah. No, nah, he's gone. Well, never mind. So that's his, this is the indefend, Independence Day film. Oh, this be is right cool. back getting a strawberry tart. That's where Hobby is. Oh, okay, fair enough. Skeptics claim that the seam of a gorilla suit is visible. I can't see it, but if you enhance it... Uh, it looks very much to... like the, uh, the Patterson-Gimlin suit, doesn't it? The film isn't as good as that, though. The thing with the Patterson-Gimlin film is... It's yeah. not been bettered in all this time with all the technology. Let's have another look at the next uh, the next photo we've got taken. That's two thousand and seven. Let's have a look. But again, Hunter is that Rick Bigfoot Jake. out with his dog again? Is it? Is that the you know, slightly down Doing... and to the left? Is it looks like his dog again. It looks like he's dropped some change and is picking it up. But yeah, Bigfoot currency. But anyway, so uh, Hunter Rick Jacobs captured images of bigfoot picking something up uh so that's what that is i think that was caught on a trail cam but um skeptics believe that the image shows a bear with mange so that's some kind of i'm not sure what that is some kind of disease that makes your fur no uh, it's the out. wrong it's the wrong body shape body shape to be a exactly mange, the, the leg is long isn't it the the, the, the uh yeah it's leg. definitely like human leg is... isn't it it's not yeah. um it's not bear like because bears are like have little stubby legs don't they yeah, exactly, and not such a long arm. So, yeah, it's an interesting one, that one. So that's what we've got. So uh, let's move on now to the next uh, the next picture. Let's have a look at this one. Photo taken on a trail oh, cam, 4th of September. A, 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 a big feet always looking for pennies on the ground or something, are they? Yeah, doing something, don't they? It does seem that vital. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, taken on trail cam, 4th of September. 2016 in Upper Peninsula. Latter photos taken on the cam showed the creature turned out to be a bear. But again, the leg, isn't it? I, I'm not that yeah, familiar no, with the bear. I'm not by the legs. The legs aren't. Yeah, and the arm. It could be a photoshopped bear. If someone told well, me it was a photoshopped to bear, I could. You just it's easy to see. That, don't you? Yeah, but Photoshop is easy to see, though, isn't it? You can tell that straight away. Yeah. But I think the next picture, we've got the best evidence. This is this is, really does persuade me. Let's have another look at the next photo and see. That's uh, this is. Uh, oh God, that's a good one. Yeah, there we go. It seems to have a beak for an arm, but there we go. There we go. There's Bigfoot there. That's a close-up as well. So it's pretty. Uh, that's scary. Way pretty convincing. Yeah, so, so yeah, there we go. Roughly, I'll tell you what we'll do. Um, so what we'll do, we'll just tie up this one. We'll cover a bit of a uh, bit of. Uh, we'll look at a bit of um, British Bigfoot as well. But yeah. uh, what do we reckon on this then? Fact or fiction? Hot potato catch. 
I don't know. I think it's kind of like um, it's kind of like UFOs, where there's, there are so many sightings that there's, that there's got to be something in it, hasn't there? Yeah. I think probably like your opinion of the Loch Ness monster. I think it's probably out there, but no one's got a picture of it, have they? Yeah, exactly. But I think this is more out of the cryptids. This one is possible, though. That's the thing. And and creatures of this type have existed in the past, but uh, obviously no bodies turned up. So that's really what you need. Um, you know, people have claimed to, uh, you know, they found or they stepped in Bigfoot scat, but scientific analysis of the turds have been inconclusive and piss as well. So maybe Didn't Bigfoot... someone have a Bigfoot scalp, a Yeti scalp? Yeah. That turned out to be goat. Oh, that was, no, that, yeah, there is a Yeti scalp, Yeti hand and Yeti shit as well, but none of it has been proven. Um, so, yeah, you know, it could be maybe Bigfoot is a paranormal entity or an alien perhaps if not though then it has to be a flesh and blood creature doesn't it so and and for that same with Loch Ness for that to be the case a large breeding population will have to be present and when you look at that a portion of the population will be infertile some Bigfoots will be gay the spunk ape and so they will have, you know, you'll have to be a lot of uh, factors taken into account when, you know, if it is a flesh and blood creature. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. Let's go on to the next um, picture as a possible explanation for the creature, which is one. Gigant Yeah, go on to the next one. That's uh, Gigantopithecus. So which was a real creature many moons ago. So, yeah, a common explanation for the Bigfoot is it's a, a surviving Gigantopithecus, an extinct, an extinct primate that stood as high as 10 feet tall and weighed up to 1,100 pounds, was covered in here, and it went extinct about 100,000 years ago. But, you know, like the coelacarth, you know, yeah. you thought it was extinct, but it wasn't. Yeah. But uh, giant squid... Uh, mountain gorilla, all yeah. these things were discovered in the last century. Even the um, the thylacine, which did exist when extinct, but many sightings have uh, continued of that creature. So yeah, interesting analysis that. Could it be an existing, uh, could it be an extinct caveman? Could it be an, an out-of-world creature? Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. What could it be? But anyway, there we go. That's That's the the world Bigfoot. Let's move on and have a quick look at some Bigfoot movies, which are great. So as I said, we covered this earlier. Let's look at the next slide. Just a small portion of all the straight-to-DVD uh, films. I've seen there. any of these, to be honest. Uh... Well, I've seen quite a few of them. Uh, oh, Legend yeah. of Boggy Creek, Sasquatch, seen that one. Um, did I put Bigfoot and the Hendersons on? Brutal, foot, sure. brutal Bigfoot. <laughs> There's one, Hitler, Hitler, what is it? Hitler and the Bigfoot. <laughs> that looks uh -huh. a good one. It, so, it yeah. may not be strictly Bigfoot related, but I think Treevenge is a good Bigfoot thing because it's where the Christmas trees come alive. I've not seen that one. Treevenge. Uh, it's, a, it's a Canadian short film. I, I think you can get it on YouTube still. Yeah, I'll, I'll, set, I'll search that one out. <clears throat> But yeah, the um, 
the film writes itself when you look at it, doesn't it? You know, teenagers go camping in the forest. Bigfoot's in the forest. Bigfoot kills the teenagers. There you go. There's a slasher movie script in it all by itself. Isn't it writes itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's look at the next slide. Here we go. The classic. How can we? How can it not be? Oh yeah. But it wasn't Bigfoot. It was Mr. Jenkins from the fairground, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I would think so. But um, Scooby Doo is a good. Um, it's a good fourteen program if you watch it. It's like they, well, it's they not, is it? a lot of. It's not, is it? Because it's always yeah. Mr. Jenkins from the fairground. What I don't Quite get is why, is why are Shaggy and Scooby scared of ghosts when every week they prove that it's not a ghost. One week it might be, but they've met. They've met Bigfoot here. Loch Ness, they've done that. And Aliens, kiss. ghost. They missed Kiss as well. Met kiss as well. Laurel and Hardy. This <laughs> is yeah. Batman. 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 Batman yeah. did a Scooby Doo. It always turns out to be the janitor, though. Johnny Bravo was on Scooby Doo once. Mm. Yeah. The minor forty niner. But uh, yes, if we move on to the next slide, we can have a look at a quick. Uh, oh, a quick, nice, uh, Mr. Jenkins. Here we go. Yeah, would have got away with it if it wasn't those fucking kids. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> there you go, there. Taking the mask off. Shaggy. Oh, no, it's Mr. Gimlin. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the caretaker. No, but Shaggy Mr. was Mr. a Mr. Gimlin, the carny. Hmm. A tie-in to the skunk from earlier, though. Shaggy, he was a stoner, eh? Yeah. Obviously. Fred and Daphne were doing each other. Yeah, Velma was a lesbian. Off. Yeah, yeah. Velma was a lesbian. So yeah, yeah. that's Shaggy. wrong. That's unsubstantiated yeah. claptrap. That's pernicious lies put forth by the LGBTQ community. You, I mean, they'll be complaining about this, saying that we haven't adequately represented trans Bigfoot in this episode. I mean, what about the trans Bigfoot community? There's a there's a Bigfoot Pride March every year where they all turn out and <laughs> turn up in their bondage gear. Anyway, all right, that was the that was the caretaker. Let's move on to the next uh, next illustration. Oh. Let's have another look. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. Chewbacca Bigfoot was a, spice. Was a, well, Chewbacca was a Bigfoot, wasn't it? It must have been made in the seventies. So yeah, C three PO was gay, wasn't he? So as well quite clearly so yeah so exactly how much does him influence pop culture let's look at the next slide and see what's going on here we go this is the one six million on the six million dollar man versus it was bigfoot was it yeah did have you not seen it it no. was in two he was in, it was it was two uh two stories with bigfoot Turned up in two episodes and there we go there he is with the big bigfoot turned out to be bionic actually the same as him but he did rip his arm off there, and you're seeing that in the bottom slide. I'll tell you what, next picture, let's have a look. Did he, did he came rip his it? arm off and beat him to death with a wet end? He did, yeah. It was like the Holy Grail film, that yeah, ripping his arm off. But it turned out he ripped his arm off, and there was all electronics inside, so Bigfoot was the same as him. And in the end, they became friends, so they were fighting initially. And there we go. 70s toys were the best. There's Bigfoot with Steve Austin, and uh, he's got some kind of Bigfoot tricycle at the bottom there so. bigfoot the bigfoot machine yep pretty good so there we go that's a little insight let's have a look at the uh let's look at finding bigfoot next pro next thing next Mountain uh, monsters next is one. the next one is it yeah all right we'll look at that well 
something's gone wrong there, but it should be finding oh, yeah, Bigfoot. It should be finding Bigfoot. Hold on a sec. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, no, no. That slide's not working for some reason. Whatever. Yeah, that's corrupt. Oh, yeah. One of the many programs, isn't it, on the, um, you know, the Discovery Channel, History Channel, Animal Planet, Blaze. Yeah. You've got, like, um, Finding Bigfoot, Mountain Monsters, I think, is the best Finding one. Hit, hunting uh, Hitler, uh, hunting that's not, that's the Zodiac all... Killer. Yeah, Oak Island there. is a good one. The, the Curse of Oak Island. Oh, yeah, is yeah. A, they found, still one. found fuck all, haven't they? How many years right has now, that been going on? Shitloads, and they've been they've been trying to find the treasure for over two hundred years, and uh, still nothing. Very oh, flimsy Ian. story. Who no wants yeah. to know? Could you do an episode on engineered weather? Do you know much about that? Um, I'll see. I'll see. I was hoping to do um, some UFO cases in in uh, next time, looking at some classic cases. Oh yeah, projects, we did some yeah. UFO cases. They're quite fun, aren't they? The UFO cases. Yeah, they're pretty good, and especially. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can uh, muster up. But anyway. Back to the TV programs, you know, UFOs. It's great, you know, great programs. I like, I like to watch them. This is the best one, though. Mountain monsters. Have you seen this one? No, is that is that what they Anyone? try and do, or is, it, or is that what they're looking for? No, <laughs> basically, is yeah, they they. It's not specifically Bigfoot. They go after um, they do go after Bigfoot, but there's also werewolves, giant cats, things like that, and um, yeah, they're just a bunch of trailer trash, hillbillies, nut jobs, going. Uh, through the forest at night, just shooting at everything, anything they can. It's really, uh, really, it's funny. Rather no, than it's coming right for us. Do they shout, it's coming right for us first, do they? Yeah. Go and have a look at the, um, let's look at the next one. Let's take a closer look at these guys. So, yeah, it's obviously, obviously is, uh, yeah. they've got TV in mind when they're making this. Oh, they have he to looks make familiar. That, with that second one in, was he from that picture of Gimli, was he? Not sure, but... Who ate all the pies in that? You remember, one, eh? you remember the story. You remember the one earlier where Gimli st- stood there, and about three people have stood around him. He looks very familiar. He looks very similar to that guy. Yeah, they, he was on the. Yeah, Gimli didn't going to turn the chance down, is he? He loves it. So, oh, get me on TV in my hat. Yeah, great. So, yeah, he was on that. Gimli was on that, and they went to the site where the film was made. So to see uh, to retrace their roots. So yeah, it's not bad. Good stuff. So there we go. That's roughly. Uh, what we've got. I tell you what, though, we'll just nip forward and briefly cover British Bigfoot. How about that? Yeah. Yes, this is I'll what we want. Sure. Oh, there's another Bigfoot lot. Let's have a look. He's um... oh, he's been a busy fella, hasn't he? Yeah, been British around. Bigfoot? British Bigfoot, yeah. So you didn't think? Yeah, there we go. That's that's the uh, make America great again. There we go. So. British Bigfoot, there we go. Look at that. All the sightings in the UK. Also some in Ireland as well. There are Bigfoot everywhere. So yeah, so let's have a look at um let's look at some of the particularly busy around London, aren't they? As well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I used to live in London. I never saw uh, never saw a Bigfoot, but uh yeah, it's pretty good. So let's have a look at some of the cases. No, I, I so, think there may be some racism involved in those in those Bigfoot Bigfoot sightings in London. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Corlett is behind is behind those. Yeah. So, anyway, so we'll um, let's have a look then. So, 14th of October, 2010, at 9:30 p.m., a lady by the name of Sally from Essex <laughs> was driving home from work along the A13. She said she was 150 yards away from the shape. 
is what she called it. So like Michael Myers. The oh shape. yeah, I was, I was going to say, did you know that one? Uh, the shape is the shape yeah. is what uh, Michael Myers was officially called in uh, Halloween, yeah. wasn't he? It was, and he didn't turn up in Halloween three. Season oh. of the Witch. Well, apparently yeah. the original idea for the Harry Halloween films was they were supposed to be different every time. So that's yeah, how, but I, I suppose they planned Halloween three before they did Halloween Town for some yeah. reason. Halloween two. He does. He does actually turn up in Halloween three though, because there is um, a shot of <coughs> of a TV in the background, and they've showing Halloween on the uh, on the TV, oh, the and film. he's on there. So he does. Yeah, John Carpenter liked to do things like that, though, isn't he? He liked. Like uh, in the original Halloween, the film on the TV is is the thing from the fifties, and then he remade that film a few years later. So. But anyway, enough of that. So anyway, let's have a look then. So um, yeah, she saw that she saw the shape, and um, it was her vision. It was in her vision for two seconds, and she described it as the size of a large shoulders man, shouldered man, and seemed to be made of dark nicotine smoke. The edges. What? Of, yeah, I know that's what she said. So it seemed to be the Bigfoot made of smoke. Uh, the edges seemed to be lighter in color. The legs looked strong in their in their form, and its shoulders were broad. The head seemed small, and in comparison to the body. So yes, it, it's strange on this. So I think she'd been on she's said, the old nicotine smoke. Hadn't yeah, she, I think. exactly. The, she'd been visiting the skunk ape, hadn't she? He's, that's yeah. it. That's, it. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. So she said the creature reminded her of the Yeti. So just as soon as it manifested itself, it disappeared as if nothing happened. So, yeah, so a strange encounter there in Essex. <clears throat> Let's have a look at another one. On the 18th of November in Frinston Park, East Sussex, Phil Heyman parked his lorry and got out to stretch his legs. He spotted a large figure in nearby woods, Mr. Heyman said, shat himself and hurried back to his cab. But he still had time to shine his torch at the presence and as it rushed off into the darkness. Phil claimed that the creature wasn't human and suggested it was covered in hair of a dark colour. Dark coloured hair, covered creature. Are we sure he wasn't at a dog in sight? Yeah. He was a lorry driver, so he probably... Uh, yeah probably attacked it with a hammer so let's go yeah, on to another one up, wouldn't he yeah with his killing kit and a and, and a and a and a sweater pulled up over his legs to expose the <laughs> neck here he can kneel down and pleasure himself that's why i legged it he realized he was a lorry driver who was trying to want to get raped <laughs> yeah but anyway let's have a look then so let's go let's look at another encounter in the summer of 1948 a young boy had a bizarre encounter whilst setting rabbit traps in a wooded area of Horsham. Again, it's Essex, isn't it? Mm. Whilst he was hiding, whilst he was hiding and keeping watch on his traps, a small man, no more than two feet tall, appeared. Ooh. The being was covered in hair except for its face. Its nose was pointed. Its arms were incredibly long. It did not notice the youngster turned its head back into the wood and went back into the woods. So two foot tall Bigfoot. That sounds <coughs> like a gnome, doesn't it? Mm. But it's covered in here. Gnome would uh, you know, have a have a funny hat on smoking a pipe. But a few what days later the gnome crossed with a hobbit. Yeah. Oh crossed no. with the Bigfoot Bigfoot raped a gnome. That's raped race mixing that is. Yeah. Uh -huh. But anyway, in the same under the same hood Two, a few days later, the boy 
saw the same creature again, the same boy. He was traveling on a bus and he saw the creature walking across the lawn of a garden. So a two foot could have been a baby Bigfoot, didn't it? But Busy I wouldn't have thought fella. that he walked. Yeah. In 1997, there was a report of a gorilla type creature seen at Bluebell Hill. Maybe it was a gorilla. Yeah, in I mean, August, so, some, some of these could be explained by the, um, what was that act that was passed? So instead of, like, looking after the animals or, like, moving them on, they just, like, opened the gates and <laughs> fucked them off, didn't they? You had all sorts out there, snakes to the lot. Yeah. And that's where ABCs come from, which uh, we'll try and cover one week, that, you know, the Beast of Expo, etc. That's quite the a lot of like, Exmoor and Bob Moore, isn't it? Like, UFO sightings and all sorts, then. Black magic. Ghosts, yeah. all sorts. I'm sure if we look hard enough, we can find a Bigfoot there as well. But yeah, because anyway. Canuck's pretty interesting as well, isn't it? Have you ever looked into uh, Canuck, Ian? It Canuck sounds familiar. Canuck yeah, it sounds familiar. Where, um, where uh, Stan Collymore used to go dogging. <laughs> but uh, Canuck Chase is yeah. full of... Uh, there's even a werewolf on Canuck Chase. Yeah, there are a few werewolves around, but um, Kevin Keegan went dogging as well, didn't he, I think? That's oh, did he? he got them. Yeah, I think he went dogging and got. Um, got I remember. Got um, I remember God. God dropped him a bit of a hint, didn't he? What, what was it you said? Do you remember the one when the blo- when the ball exploded? I'm trying to think now. He um, said something about God, didn't he? And then that bulb exploded or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm with it. Yeah, I know it's all it's all messed up, really. But uh, yeah, but I'll tell you what though. In 1975, an incident took place in Catham, Kent. A female witness named Maureen, who was 18 at the time, was with her boyfriend late at night in the local woods. Uh, here we go. Slag. Yeah, is this yeah. why she was, is this why she was well, like, yeah. home, is it? Is it it's... Yeah. 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 So anyway, they were chatting and getting off with each other when her boyfriend bent down to light a fire. So I, he'd fingered her as well by that point. So he was getting there, but he thought he'd light a fire. Just as he was doing so, he was bent down to light the fire. Maureen saw two glowing points of light just feet away from her, and she took these to be eyes. They belonged to a huge hairy creature standing a couple of feet above her. Maureen watched the figure and was too transfixed to alert her boyfriend, who had just fingered her. The creature then disappeared into the undergrowth. It wasn't the uh, extremely rare one-eyed trouser snake, was it, that she saw? Well, this is the thing, see... See, thing, thing, thing is, she she sensed that it was still there. So then she she said, "Let's uh, said to her boyfriend, let's leave." Oh, so he no. was she was up for it before the old, that. The old pretend, the old pretend Bigfoot sides, you know. Yeah. We've all been there, haven't we? You know. Or one minute she's up for it, the next minute she doesn't want it. So yeah, yeah. You know, we've been there as well, isn't it? Fucking make your mind up. What's, it, what's, what's the matter this time? Oh, I've just seen Bigfoot yeah. and I. I've just got a yeah, yeah, move now. All oh, right. Normally you're on the blob, but yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so that pissed him off as she was up for it, and uh, it was a definite shag. But yeah. anyway, Maureen never never spoke of the encounter for the following 30 years. So there we go. So what we'll do, quickly, that's British Bigfoot. Quickly, we'll do Scottish Bigfoot. Let's go to the next picture. And Scottish we'll look Bigfoot. at the case. Yeah, we'll look at the case of the big grey man of Glen McDui. So Glen McDui. That's right. So it's an eerie place. So if we just get that up, we'll look at the summit. Of yeah, the, it looks, of the looks like a real pleasant place, doesn't it? A yeah. Nice place. So Glen McDewey is the highest mountain in the Cangorms. The mountain is said to be the home of a tall, hair-covered humanoid creature. Um, 
and has been seen and and causes unpleasant feelings to people who climb the mountain. In 1891, a noted climber, Professor John Norman Colley, was alone on the summit of Glen McDewey. As he walked, he started to hear footsteps behind him. For every few steps John took, he heard a crunch, then another crunch. He was unable to locate the source of the noise, but the noise continued. John then legged it, bricking himself for five miles to get yeah, out of there. Yeah, I sold so, my yeah. armour for that. <laughs> So yeah, interesting encounter. You didn't see anything, but there was footsteps behind him. So let's have a look at a few cases. In 1904, climber Hugh Welsh heard unexplained footsteps near the the summit, and he came over all queer. In 1948, climber Richard Fur felt a presence on the mountain and heard a, a highly intense, high pitched noise. It caused him to feel all queer. In 1954, climber Peter Densham heard a crunching noise and was overcome, all strange and queer. In there's 1943, there's a lot of climber going on in that mountain, isn't there? Well, it makes you feel queer, yeah. 1943, climber Alexander Tunion just reached the summit of Glen, Glen McDewey and heard an odd sound coming through the mist, followed by the sound of footsteps. Did that make a him feel queer? Shape. It may well have done. Let's have a look and see what happens. A strange shape loomed upon him and charged after him, so he got chased. Tusum shot the creature three times, but it made no difference to the what's strange What's he doing shot. climbing a mountain tooled up? What's that, what, what's, is there something going on? Is he, was he up there for a drug deal or something, was he? I don't know, but he was, uh, you know, you've got to go prepared. You never. Yeah, yeah, you've got you to go tooled like, up when you're climbing, when you're climbing oh. a mountain in, in Scotland, don't you? Because you never know what's going to come at you, do you? Quite true. And he said after the encounter, I felt all queer. So that's Glenn McDewey. So there we go. So that's British Bigfoot. But um, the thing, uh, I find the American uh, Bigfoot more more of a, a flesh and blood creature, whereas the British Bigfoot seems to be more, um, you know, um, interdimensional type creature, looking at the reports, materializing through wormholes, perhaps exposing himself through glory holes, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, no, isn't it though? Yeah. Uh, or, waste uh, time. Or, um, could be just, uh, could be. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, back to Hobbit's favorite, favorite subject, the old, uh, the old flat earth, uh, the old hollow earth. I mean, they could be, there is, I think someone posited that the, perhaps they were using. Secret secret hatches in the earth to move around or something like that. Well, it could be, yeah. They could Bigfoot could live in Hollow Earth. Could be, could be the uh, where they come from. Yeah, is he there, Hobbit? What do you think? Hobbit, my no, he's gone. He's gone, isn't he? Hobbit's, Hobbit's, Hobbit's I'm still now. here. No, I, I do. Yeah, because the thing is, a lot of people say, well. Uh, the fact that we can't find these guys and uh, that their forests are getting increasingly sh smaller but they still keep appearing is proof that Hollow Earth is real. Mm. And so that they appear in various forests. They just come up the ground. <laughs> but the rest of the time, they're in they're in Hollow Earth. But obviously, they're, they're avoiding the rape farms and uh, all the other sort of human habitation down there, I assume. It could be a hollow tree. If you look at where Robin Hood used to hide inside a hollow tree, that could be a root getting into the tree, and that could be a root to Hollow Earth all that way. Prince Charles, Prince, was it was it Prince Charles that hid in a hollow oak, didn't he? 
He is a bit what mad. So he, uh, no, no, not the current Prince Charles, but not Prince Charles, King uh, Charles. Sorry, he hid in a oak, oh. didn't he? Was that was that Blackadder three? Was it? Oh, was it? <laughs> is it that one? Is that no? That's King George, isn't it? Yeah, no, this King is Charles. Before. Oh yeah, that's right. King Charles. He was killed by the uh, uh, Cromwell, wasn't it? Yeah, he wasn't very good at hide and seek, was he? Yeah, a cavalier. Okay, but I was kicked out of the. Attitude, um, uh, you nicked off me. I was kicked <laughs> out of the. Uh, I was kicked out of the. Uh, kicked out of the battle reenactment society. They didn't like my cavalier attitude. Oh, <laughs> oh did a, uh, a stamp on your joke yeah. there. That is still a brilliant yeah, joke. Yeah, it's not bad. Cool. So I think we're roughly there. What do we think? Bigfoot, real bullshit, or or hmm. or a ghost, maybe. Well, based on the evidence you showed me, I've not seen any Bigfoot, but, uh, you know, I I still like to imagine he's he's there somewhere. I think it's, I think it's possible. I mean, like, you, you've got some sort of... Why? You've got some sort of intelligent species that's living out there. I mean, it's it's very possible it could evade, like, regular human contact because nine times out of ten people aren't looking for Bigfoot, are they? So you're not going to find oh. someone that doesn't want to be found if you're not looking for it, are you? We've been we've been all all this time talking about Bigfoot. We haven't even mentioned the Big Leisure Show and uh, all, all the Sasquatch in that, and they're surfing what? in Australia and um, they're playing chess and they do all sorts of things. The, these big Bigfoot, they, they, they do. do quite a few adverts, don't they? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it is possible oh, though. That's I was asking chat it. earlier. I'll bring it up now while we're just finishing off. What's the difference between a Bigfoot and a Yeti? Do you think there's a difference? I don't know. I thought that sounds like a joke. But, no, uh, serious, serious question. What's the difference between a Bigfoot and a Yeti? Well, they're roughly the same, aren't they? They say the they are the the same kind of creature. Often the Yeti is depicted as white. No, I was going to say it's not. not. I'd assume it's the the fur colour, isn't it? It's just the well, Yeti's that's the thing. adapted for snowy conditions, aren't they? Yeah, but the Yeti isn't white. That's just sort of an artist's impression. When when actual Yetis have been seen, they have been dark in colour. So so yeah, it should be the same creature, but obviously the climate is different and. Uh, the creature would adapt to the cold conditions, whereas Bigfoot of America would have plenty of food, whereas in the snow, what are you going to eat? Really? Yeah. They do have the blue bear in the Himalayas, which um, has been put forward as an ex explanation. The blue bear? The blue bear is a rare bear, but it does it does exist in the, in the Himalayas. And uh, often it, that's used as maybe that's what people are seeing. It could, it could well. I mean, I, I could well believe there are animal species that are, are yet to be discovered. So, if animal species, just regular animal species, are yet to be discovered, why, why not uh, some sort of rare form of hominid? Exactly. There's a lot of forest out there as well. In South yeah. America, North America, you know, lots of it. So, there's plenty. Of, I, I would people... say I'm more inclined to believe that it would be able to survive and thrive in America just surely because just purely because of the landmass I believe if there were any in this country they're probably long long extinct exactly and as we heard in the in the reports of the British Bigfoot this is more is is like a sort of a supernatural type encounter they they have yeah. isn't it whereas in America it's just seeing another animal so, so I suppose they, being know, a smaller country I suppose it would the the the, the two foot Bigfoot would be a likely thing, wouldn't it? Because 
would, would have adapted. It would be, but there's, there's but only ever been one sighting of the two-foot Bigfoot, yeah. and that was, by, that was by a boy of ten, so, you know, so... The other sightings have been of a regular size. So, yeah, it's uh, one to, to ponder over for the people at home and uh, come up with your own conclusion. Yes. Oh, Uno says he's going to Glassbury Tour tomorrow. He's going to have a look. Yeah, should be good. Yes. Not Glastonbury, the festival, though. No, that's not on there. this year. No. You'll find some skunk ape, plenty of skunk apes there, won't you? And plenty of middle class families there as well. Yeah. So, right, are we all done? I think we are. So, excellent. Nighty night, all. Well done, team. <laughs>